0: Hello everyone and welcome back once again to Straight Up. We are the chart-topping music podcast that chats to the biggest names in pop culture, all about the songs that have soundtracked the most significant moments in their lives, hosted by me, Kathleen Johnston, and my fellow journalist, Eleanor Halls. This time, we were extremely honoured to speak to none other than KSI, one of the biggest YouTubers in the world who has also launched a super impressive music career. We had him on the show just before he dropped his second album, All Over the Place, which debuted at number one in the UK
1: charts a few weeks back. If you've been listening to the radio or watching Love Island recently, then no doubt you'll have heard his hits Holiday and Don't Play. KSI is absolutely everywhere right now and totally killing it. He's one of the most recognisable faces in the entertainment industry, period, which is why it was so fascinating to chat to him in depth about the pressures of fame, among lots of other fascinating things.
0: Yep, we went deep with this one, talking all about his relationship and how important it is to him to keep his personal life under wraps, as well as issues around fans and privacy, family fallouts, dreams of fatherhood, and why he won't be online forever, as well as why he changed his mind about cryptocurrency.
1: Plus, we dug into KSI's own experience of cancel culture, how he stays sane when so many people have an opinion about him, and of course, as we do in every episode, we talked about the songs that have soundtracked his highs and lows, including the song that he wrote for his very first girlfriend, and which he has tried very hard and in vain to scrub from the internet. We are going to get into this very
0: juicy chat in just a moment, But first, a quick word from our fabulous sponsor, Bacardi, who provided us with the most amazing Bacardi Coco Colada Spritzes, which we drank during the episode record with KSI. Yep,
1: they are a twist on the pina colada and were so delicious and so simple to make as well. Literally just Bacardi's coconut-infused white rum, pineapple juice, some soda water and ice. I like to finish mine with a cold slice of pineapple and serve it in one of those bun, long cocktail glasses you always get at Beachside Cocktail Huts.
0: God, I would love to drink one of these on the beach. Bacardi is all about the spirit of the tropical island and this is quite frankly as close as I think I'm gonna get to that this year. This is such a fitting cocktail for holiday season, not to mention, of course, being totally perfect for toasting to KSI's song, Holiday. We were so, so happy to partner with Bacardi for this, seeing how music is at the center of everything the beloved brand does, in particular, how it has continuously championed UK music
1: coconut isn't the only flavored rum in the Bacardi range you can also get your hands on a gorgeous raspberry rum as well with both flavors stocked at all major retailers from Asda and Sainsbury's to Ocado and Tesco so go get yours right away.
0: Also, a special shout out to their absolutely amazing cocktail cans, perfect to bring to the park on a sunny day and with our favorite flavor being the spiced rum and cola. So yummy. And you guys have got to try Bacardi's very fun guide to going out again, hosted on Design My Night, where you can fill out this really fun little quiz that determines your post-lockdown persona and Bacardi tell you what you should be drinking and where. Thank you so, so much to Bacardi.
1: Now over to our chat with KSI, enjoy guys and please do rate, review and subscribe after you've listened because it really helps boost us in the charts and for other people to discover it as well, tell your friends about it and you can also email us with any feedback at hello at straightuppodcast.co.uk, we love to hear from you guys or get in touch by insta at elliehalls1 and kathleen.mjohnston and we also want to thank Marlon Percy for our music and editing as well, enjoy!
0: Hello, KSI or JJ, welcome mm-hmm. to Straight Up and thank you hey, hey. so much for joining us. We are very, very excited. We're just going to kick off with a little intro because you are obviously a man of many talents. No. No. <laughs> Not only is JJ, who vlogs under the name KSI, by far one of the biggest YouTubers in Britain, if not the, uh, He's got an insane 23 million subscribers, but he's also an amateur boxer and a musician, making him a household name with everyone from The Times readers to your littlest cousins. He's collaborated with everyone from Craig David and JME to Anne-Marie and Digital Farm Animals, which, by the way, definitely my personal favourite. Love that song. And <laughs> uh, he also has a new album out um, it is called All Over The Place he has Future 21 Savage and more all appearing there and JJ's most recent single Holiday debuted at number two in the charts he's gearing up for a sold out Wembley Arena show next year has founded his own label and my personally but probably in fairness niche and maybe even nerdiest favourite on Celeb Bake
2: Off wow <laughs> oh my god
1: that's my favourite as well
2: oh god back when I had red hair oh god what a mess <laughs>
0: So yeah, congrats on the success of Holiday. We're recording this, for listeners, we're recording this a little bit before the album comes out and just after the Mm. song has zoomed on in at number two. How are you feeling? Mm.
2: Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm in a good spot, good space. Um, Yeah, I I feel good. I'm excited for people to hear the album. Uh, Holiday's done way better than I thought it would do. Um, I was very happy for, I guess, the top 20 with Holiday because you got to remember, it's me on my own. Uh, I haven't done that in a while for a single. And uh, a lot of people always go, ah, oh, KSI gets carried by features. I can't <laughs> do a song by himself. So for me to get number two by myself and literally destroy all my other songs <laughs> 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 with features, it's a, it's a nice feeling. So I'm, I'm feeling good.
1: So KSI, we, or JJ, I should call you. Should I call you JJ or KSI? What
2: is the best with you? I mean, JJ's cool, yeah, yeah.
1: Was that for like the inner friends and family circle? Yeah,
2: pretty much. like, it, once we uh, reach a personal level, you can call me JJ. Okay. It's so
1: your second time meeting me, so. are on it. fair, yes. So I'm in there, yeah. I'm in there. Okay, cool. So we always start with an icebreaker because mm-hmm. we are drinking alcohol, why not? Mm. So tell us about the last time that you got completely carried away. You lost your dignity, your phone, your wallet, forgot who you were, tell us about that night. <laughs>
2: Um. Oh, I mean, I'm trying to think. The I very rarely get super drunk these days because of just how like, like how many people know of me. You got so too like, much to lose. All, well, all it takes is someone to, to film it, put it on TikTok, and they go viral. And it's just I look like an idiot. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think. Like um, I, I guess. I had w- <clears> one. <throat> there was one time when I was in Vegas, and I got really, really drunk to the point where I smashed my phone, uh, and that that sucked because I was like, I don't have a new phone, and I didn't. I did a stupid thing where I didn't save my things on the cloud. Oh, Ricky yeah. Era. So yeah, yeah. So it was like I stored everything on that phone. So for I a child tried of the to,
1: internet, that's pretty it, shocking.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I, I was, I was at that point where I didn't really trust. I, don't, I didn't really trust the whole cloud thing before, and you know, I, I thought the whole techno technology could be, you know, easily hacked, etc. Obviously, well, yeah. whereas now, yeah, I'm. It is what it is. But at the time, yeah, I was just like, ah. Uh... But yeah, so I think that was. That's probably like one of the worst i don't know like i I probably had worse times but i just don't remember
1: (laughs) i guess because of how drunk you were yeah
2: blacked out they're in the issue yeah (laughs) but
1: you find now that like people have these whole uh, social media blackout events especially if you're if you have an event with you know famous people they tend to it tends to be like check your phone in no social media
2: allowed i know spotify
1: do some of those events i guess that's where you see people getting really loose and like Completely relaxed.
2: Yeah, so, you know, when I um, would have house parties um, in my old house, uh, I would have a thing where no phones are allowed. So you'd put your phone in this little envelope and uh, I'd have security guards who would just be in control and make sure like nothing is ever like uh, no, no phones are being used because it's actually like really refreshing because everyone is forced to talk to each other. Whereas before, you know, with phones and everything, everyone's there like, I don't know, just on their phone checking stuff that doesn't even need to be checked. Whereas, you know, if you're there without a phone, all you have to do or all you can do is have a drink or socialize. And if you you can both do both and then, you know, you're gonna have a good time. So I thought that, um, that's a, for me, that was a really good way to, um, <clears throat> yeah, get people involved with parties. Yeah. and. I wish Stuff our parties like were like that. Yeah, because like, the whole time. It's just so time... much better. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: don't know. Maybe I'll do Definitely. that on my birthday. Phones the doors. It's a nice idea. Are yeah. your friends? Yeah, yeah. A lots of your friends in the same world as you. So in the influencer vloggery sphere, like they're the kind of people that have have things to check, have DMs to go back to, have stats to be on top of.
2: Well, yeah, I know obviously, you know, like I guess some people want to. <laughs> I guess, uh, play with certain substances. So, you know, like, it, I guess it's probably the worst <laughs> thing to have someone just be filming them doing that. Um, personally, I'm not really into any of that. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe me, I actually am not. Like, especially with the whole boxing thing. It doesn't oh, make Oh, yeah, sense. okay. But alcohol that is all right, true. you know, every now and then. But
1: uh, <laughs> Well, speaking of alcohol, we are drinking a coconut colada. Coco Colada Spritz, modern twist
0: on the classic Pina Colada. With Bacardi. Delicious, delicious Bacardi. It actually feels very fitting for holiday anyway. It's like that's prime. True. It's Bacardi coconut, it's pineapple juice, soda water, ideal. Yeah,
2: no, I, for with us. holiday, man, like, I can't wait to actually go on holiday and have this tune playing in the background and I'm just, that's when I know I'm, I'm going to hire a boat, I'm going to have you know the speak and make sure that you know the speakers are blaring out holiday And i'm just going to be lying back and smiling with my with my cocktail just going and where will
1: you be where is yes. this holiday
2: it's either ibiza like um or maybe uh, the mauritius the maldives oh uh, very nice maybe maybe even dubai you know um i just uh, there's a lot of places vegas oh, man
1: where's yeah. the um weirdest place in the world that you've been recognized
2: Romania, Uh, but but like not even the capital. I went to Brasov, which is like south of Romania. Don't ask why I went there. (laughs) It's a story for another. A a story for another another day, and I'm sure. my PR Harry is just gonna be like, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am so intrigued.
2: Oh the way no. to dangle something in front I'm of a journalist. Sorry, but uh... <laughs> yeah. we'll,
1: we'll come back to this. Two drinks in.
2: Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. I got recognised there, and that was quite wild because it was it's it's a small town, and uh, yeah, big up anyone from Bashov. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, <nah. laughs> that was that was that was quite wild.
1: Bit of a shocker. I'm desperate to know more. But (laughs) (laughs) so on to the, so as you know, straight up, we talk about the songs that have shaped you and the songs that you have like grown up on and been formative in your career. mm. So we are going to take it right back to what was playing in the, in your household when you were growing up.
2: People like Mary J. Blige, um, Usher um maybe a little bit of ludicrous um but m- most of it was r&b just a lots and lots of r&b uh even some like christian music here and there but like christian r&b music yeah my 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 family were very religious or still are quite religious and uh yeah they just love that r&b as well
0: did your parents play music lots like in the house? Was it a common thing that music, yeah? Play?
2: Yeah, they would play. Like, I remember they would play, I, it was either the cassette, um, I think it was the cassette or CDs eventually after that, but uh, they would always just be playing out music, yeah. Of just like I remember just being upstairs in my room and then I just hear my mom blaring out uh, Luther Vandross oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, just to amazing. put downstairs, yeah, and uh. Yeah, no, she she absolutely loved playing R&B. Yeah, R&B all the time.
0: I was going to say, so that's like what your parents were listening to. But what about once you were old enough to have your own musical taste? What did you start listening to once you were like sort of 10, 11 and upward? Well,
2: when I was around that age, when I was able to, you know, figure out why I want to listen to rather than just R&B all the time, I, you know, the internet opened my eyes and got me interested in all types of music. Literally, like, from grime, I listened to a lot of grime, you know, people like Jamie, P Money, Skepta, etc. And then I would listen to alternate rap, people like Tyler the Creator, L Sweatshirt, Frank Ocean. Um, uh, Alternate rap, not really alternate rap, but he was kind of like alternate R&B, Frank Ocean. And then you know I listen to rock people like Breaking Benjamin, uh, Red, Something Horizon, um,
1: Bring Me the Horizon,
2: Bring Me Horizon stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I think yeah they would kind of later on. But like and then um, yeah it's it's I, I kind of just had a a taste for all types of music. I even oh my god even like uh, Skrillex, and um, you know, I used to love ba- Skrillex. Yeah, used, yeah, drum bass. Well, what's what is the genre called? Uh...
1: What yeah. like dubstep? Dubstep. dubstep <laughs> I knew dubstep you were gonna say
2: that. Yes. <laughs> that
1: little known genre <laughs> yeah well
2: i mean it's it's not really a thing these days oh, that's true it's uh,
1: very uncool to listen to dubstep these
2: days when <laughs> you hear it
0: like have you heard a dubstep song like anytime recently because when you hear it you're like that there is so much horrible noise like it's so no, no, abrasive no, no. on the I, I really I liked think, it when we were when i was like younger I, but now
2: i like uh no i listen to the nostalgic songs and i go oh this was a banger you know but, uh, yeah, it was definitely a, a, a fast phase. It was there for a few <laughs> years and then just vanished off oh, yes. the face of the earth.
1: So are we but, all uh, the same yeah. age? How old are you, JJ? I'm
2: 20, 28. So we I'm are 29. all the same. Yeah.
1: yeah, we are the same age. So I guess, yeah, we would, we would have gone through that phase at the same time. So mm. talk to us about what it was like growing up in a religious household. Like, what were your parents like? What did they do? And how strict were they?
2: Uh, extremely strict. Uh, I went to church every Sunday without fail uh, until I was 18 uh, it was uh, it was I don't know I, I saw it as for me um, obviously you know people are tired of their opinions but for me I I just saw it as a waste of a Sunday man <laughs> I'm there like yo I've had school for five days in a row give me two break uh, two days break and instead I get one. Because on Saturday, I get to wake up whenever. And then Sunday, I have to wake up early to go to church. So I'm just like, oh, man. That is so, tough. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it is what it is. But then when I was 18, it's so funny. My mom gave me the choice to go to church. And uh, I instantly said, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I will oh. enjoy my Sundays. And uh, yeah, it's just my, my brother and... My, my dad and my mum would just always go to church Until my brother also reached 18 And he got He's like, the nah, choice well. <laughs> He's like nah as
0: yeah, <laughs> well Absolutely yeah, not yeah, yeah. That, like, that was the same which, with me My my mum's Catholic And I went to like a Catholic school And then um, yeah. when you make your confirmation You're like old enough to decide So like, as soon as yeah. I made my confirmation I was like I'm never coming again
2: Never. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I just yeah, nah, no. Nah. There's All something about being in church. And whenever
1: and I go on Christmas, and... well, I, my parents stopped taking me on Christmas Day because I would always laugh because there's always an old man falling asleep on a pew. And if you see that, <laughs> it's gone. Oh, it's just something well, about being somewhere so quiet. You just have to laugh.
2: It's so yeah, bad. well, I went. So I went. I went, to, I went to so many different types of churches, man. From like, um, I remember I went to a church where. Uh, At the end of the sermon, uh, he would bring everyone, he, uh, he would call for people to come to the front who need healing. And literally, you just get all these random people who, obviously, you know, were probably going through something, but they would go to the front and all you would hear is screaming and crying and shouting. And I was just like, what is going on? This is nuts. Yeah. This is way beyond my, you know, like, my, this is way beyond my Sunday. Like, this is just <laughs> not what I'm expecting. I just want to, you know, play a few games and enjoy <laughs> my day. And, and instead, I'm listening to people screaming and crying. And, yeah, you've got the, the, the pastor just touching all their heads and being like, you know, I'll remove the devil from you and all this. And now I'm like, yeah, this is too much, man. I could,
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: it's it could be, it was very intense. But look, everyone's entitled to enjoy what they want to enjoy or do what they want to do. But <laughs> yeah, it's not for me, Nothing. man. Not for me.
0: Would you say that you're like um, a massive skeptic in general? Or um, are
2: you no, generally- no, no, I'm, I definitely keep an open mind. Like, you know, I, I'm definitely. I don't mind being wrong. Like, I I can accept being wrong. Like, because I'm not going to be right all the time. Yeah, I might have a strong opinion. And yeah, I might be stubborn at times. But uh, if someone comes to me with a logical reason for why this is a thing or why it isn't a thing, then I'll listen to it and go, oh, you know what? You're probably right. And then I'll change my view. That's just how it is. And I feel like most people should have this um this mentality rather than just being stuck in their ways and going, no, you it can't change. this is it and it, that's it and like it just doesn't make sense like we live in a world where everything is always changing, you know so you should be able to adapt and you know change with the world rather than just being stuck in a zone where you think it's meant to be just the same thing all the time.
0: What's like something big that you've changed your mind on, would you say?
2: That you've kind of big time um hmm I'm trying to think uh, I think the internet
0: especially is like a hard place to do that as well I know like everyone the conversation now is about like having so much more nuance online but it is usually guess, kind of like right and wrong and fall on one side or the other I guess
2: uh, cryptocurrencies i saw it as just a, a um uh a pyramid scheme yeah i didn't i didn't see it as a a real source of like making money or i didn't see it as a thing where people can actually um well i just didn't see any use of it i just didn't it made no sense i was like why why people just have fiat instead you know pounds or dollars etc why would anyone want digital money and then over time one of my mates you know you know explained to me like oh this is this is going to be the future and you know i did my own research and you know i listened to what he said and it made me realize you know what he's actually right i do believe that bitcoin and ethereum and polkadot and all these other um blockchains and um, cryptocurrencies are gonna really you know I, w- I don't i would say take over i think they'll have you know they'll have their own place in the whole world of money but uh which I, one did you really go for like um are you well, spread me, out i'm kind of spread out but for me i'd say ethereum heavy on ethereum, heavy on ethereum.
0: Guys, if you love amazing sound just as much as we do, then you really, really need to hear about the Q Acoustics Q Active 200.
1: Yes, they are a pair of wireless, high-resolution loudspeakers that can play music from any source, be that your TV, your phone, your tablet, your laptop, or even your turntable.
0: What's really special about them, however, other than the fact that they are utterly gorgeous, is that they are active speakers, meaning you don't need a clunky amplifier for studio sound because it already has one integrated. Literally, all you need is a plug.
1: Yep, so as other high-quality speakers would be paired with a big amplifier that would leave So many cables trailing all over your living room floor. These speakers are the full package. They don't need any extra bits. It is all in one.
0: It's why they look so sleek and so beautiful. I got mine in a matte black while Elle's did hers in matte white. I'm not joking when I say that they will upgrade any living room, particularly if you get the little stands to rest them on. They look very, very Scandi chic. And I've got to be honest, it has blown my Sonos beam out of the water. So much so that I'm actually now giving it to my brother as a hand-me-down because I just don't need it. (laughs) <laughs> you've upgraded your life on I have. my living room looks bougie af right now the sound is absolutely mega and so so rich there is widescreen sound which basically means that no matter where you sit in the room the sound quality will be exactly the same not only do the speakers also work with siri and google hub you can control them via any of your streaming apps so friends can take control of the music whenever they fancy it or whenever you let them maybe more appropriately <sighs>
1: <laughs> to find out more about these amazing speakers then head to www.qacoustics.co.uk that's spelled with the letter q and then acoustics and thank you so so much to our wonderful sponsor q acoustics
0: do you, so as an early adopter in all fields how old were you when you posted your first YouTube video? So we're gonna kind of go into your YouTube career um, along with the listener, uh, letting you explain like the complexities of everything or how it all worked. Uh, your first channel was your KSI channel. You started posting gaming videos. Fill us in.
2: Okay, so how old was I? Um, I mean, my very, very first uh, YouTube channel, Um, I was, what, about 13, 14. But like, with the channels that you can see now, I'd say around 16, 17. And uh, yeah, KSI started around 2011, I think. I'm probably wrong, but yeah, I've been doing this for a while. It started off with me just playing games. And
1: KSI
2: stands for? Uh, Knowledge, Strength and Integrity. So I've got that tattooed on me, yeah.
1: Okay, cool. And where did where did you get the inspo for that name from?
2: So it literally came from uh, Halo, Halo Three. Uh, it, was, uh, it was the name of a uh, Halo clan.
0: So is that like so an I, in joke for gamers, like they would know what the
2: um, reference is? Oh, it's very niche. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah like an, it was a niche clan, and uh, I, I, well, it was like arguably one of the biggest clans in Halo. But uh, it's because they just accepted anyone, so. My name used to just be Oleg DBT and then because uh, I joined the KSI clan, it became KSI Oleg and then eventually I kind of just took their whole KSI thing and just made it my own, and now it's. <laughs> so is now, that
1: you're stuck with it. What, <laughs> was that your yeah. MSN name as well?
2: Uh, no, my MSN name was, I don't know, something stupid. I think it was, like, Cool Legend or something like that.
1: Cool Legend. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was very cringed.
0: So (laughs) when did it go from you, yet, like, posting these kind of quite niche videos that a small community of people were seeing to becoming actually a big kind of online force, something that looked like it could be profitable, something that was getting, like, tens of thousands of views per video?
2: Um, I think it was kind of when I saw other YouTubers mentioning that they could make money from playing games. And for me, I was always told that, you know, for my parents, especially from an early age, that I, would, I could never make, you know, make money playing games because obviously I would play a, a decent amount of games when I was younger. And my mom would always go, you know, why are you playing this game so much? You can't make money playing games. Like, you should be studying, etc. So for then, for me to see that, you could actually make money playing games. It blew my mind. And it got to the point where I was like, oh, okay, cool, how do I make this happen? So um, I made a little bit of money doing the whole um, pay-to-click thing where um, you know I'd made like a few $10 here, $20 here by just clicking adverts. I clicked so many adverts, but um, I'd get referrals as well. And I made a, a decent amount and I used that, amount of money to buy what was it it was either an HD vr or something else but it's what i used to record the footage that i recorded uh, that i um would be playing on the game console so it would record the footage and i remember i had to bring my computer which was upstairs i had to bring it all the way downstairs and set up the whole thing just to record and then i'd bring the computer back upstairs again just to edit and put out oh content. Oh my God. Yeah, so it was, I mean, I didn't so see it as work. I just saw it as this is so fun. I enjoy doing this.
1: Talking of money, I remember back when I interviewed you in 2018, you told me that you once asked your, I think it was something like, you asked your teacher how much he earned, and you realized you earned the same amount as your teacher just playing yeah. video games. And that's the day you left school <clears throat> for good. Yeah, <laughs> at so at this 16.
2: was. I think it was around 1,500 is when uh, the amount of money uh, I told my teacher that I was getting a month and he went, yeah, I don't even make that. So <laughs> oh <my laughs> God, yeah. fair play. And I was like, damn, okay. Well the time to stick this thing out and uh, go a hundred percent.
0: Did you literally and did you quit, quit you literally that day leave school? Yeah.
2: yeah. I literally quit that day. I told my mom, I was like, yeah, I'm taking this YouTube thing seriously. Well, obviously viewing. they were a bit upset yeah. yeah she was angry but you know she was just like you know it's all on you do what you want to do but yeah we it's don't agree life, whatever. <laughs> we don't agree but whatever it's all on you and it, uh yeah they watched closely but yeah they obviously i eventually ended up succeeding so
0: because your family were involved in some of your videos right like in yeah battle, yeah
2: yeah, so obviously they didn't really understand it or they didn't really get it. They were just like, oh, we're just in front of this camera and you're able to make videos from it, like, what? But uh, yeah, um, over time they you know, were really proud and yeah, they just you know, helped out as much as they could.
1: Aww. So That's what awesome. did you buy with your first paycheck when you were 16, so other first, than like the equipment?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, Armani suit. Uh, I bought this Armani suit that I saw on, uh, uh, well, what's it called? Uh, what's, it Game Over, um, made by Tinchy Schrider. So, uh. Oh, you
0: told uh, me this earlier, yeah, it was, Giggs was wearing
2: it. Yeah, rapper, yeah, Giggs was wearing it, and I was like, yo, that Armani suit is mad, I need it. So, yeah, literally, uh, found it online, bought it, and, uh, yeah, it's a shame I've lost it now, but, uh. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a dope like first purchase.
0: Sounds like quite a good little like prom suit.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I wore it all the time, man. Yeah. I wore it all the time. I I never really had prom.
0: Of course, yeah, cause I I was... there. What? Because you left, yeah, or because well, your school didn't do it?
2: Well, just I don't know. I just my school just never did it anyway. But uh,
1: could you? I you don't grew know, up and was,
2: was Yeah, I was quite introverted when I was a kid, so I didn't. Like the idea of me talking to women was just terrifying.
1: Well, that brings yeah. us on to our next music that made you question. Talk to us about the first, the music that soundtracked your first romance. By the sounds of it, it happened quite late, but that's okay.
2: Um, uh, maybe, oh God, uh, uh, maybe this song called Noob. It's an old song that I made about how. <laughs> Oh, God, I don't even want to talk about it. It's just so (laughs) cringe. uh, Yeah, I
1: mean, the listeners can't see you right now, but you are literally, uh, like, physically crumbling into a Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just uh, about a girl that uh, I was with, but then I decided to break it off because, I don't know, I felt like I wasn't ready to be in a relationship, but it's just something really, like, soppy and, yeah.
0: And cute. did you like release it or anything?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's out. If you, we look can go for and it, find it. To find go it. and have a little yeah. look. I've tried to uh, get rid of it, but uh, I don't own the rights to the song. Oh so... my god, no! Yeah, <laughs> so I, I, I'm trying to buy out Island for the song. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> cool. Fun.
1: Did the girl hear it? What did the girl think of it?
2: Um, she thought it was sweet. Obviously, she thought it was really cute, and obviously, she wanted us to get back together. But. I don't know, I like, it's one of those ones where I, I I, needed to have my fun in life, if that makes sense. Like, I, I, I didn't want to be tied down so quickly. Yeah, that's
0: no uh, fair. Especially when you were yeah, just starting out on, like, yeah, like international like globetrotting career. Yeah, this
2: yeah, was when I was, like, like, like 19, I, I, I just felt like it didn't make sense to just dive into a relationship and just stay there when this whole everything was going, you know, going crazy for me. So I felt like I needed to be single, enjoy myself, you know, and experience life. And then, uh, you know, be in a position now where I'm like, All right, I've had my fun, I've experienced life, and now I just want to work. And, uh, yeah, and, I mean, that's why I've, had, I've been in a relationship for, like, three years now, so. Have you? Yeah, yeah, but I keep it quiet as in, like, you, you wouldn't... You'd struggle to find who my girlfriend is.
0: Yeah, I did no some songs. googling um, before this, and it was like there was literally so many like different like speculation fan videos. And like, yeah, So yeah, I've yeah. matched like these legs on the bottom of this picture with this Instagram, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then yeah, but like yeah. load like I couldn't get a straight answer. I was like, okay, there's like six different people being listed here. So. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: it's like are yeah, any actually- of them right? Has anyone got close?
2: No, 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 no. You kind yes. of have to say that though, don't you? But yeah. they do. No, really, your fans yeah. obviously
0: really care. Like, they're obviously super. super oh, yeah. Well, it's
2: because, you know, all my life has pretty much been online. So they can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So for me to, like, not share something with them, it's it's a shock to the system. But, you know, I, I feel like it's important. She doesn't care about the fame, you know, or the money or all of that. She, she doesn't want to be famous at all. She, you know, she's got, she's in a completely different industry to me.
1: Well, I was gonna say, I, how important was it for you not to like date a fan? Like, did you actively seek out people that basically like didn't give a shit about who you were?
2: Obviously. Um, no, no, I kind of, I kind of just dated. I kind of just dated. Like, I dated a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I dated a lot. And obviously, things worked out. Some things didn't. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, dated a lot. I, you know, I wanted to see why. Well, I I wanted to have fun. I wanted to have a lot of fun and then Yeah, fair enough. And, uh, you know, eventually I wasn't even looking. I found someone that I actually enjoyed their company and I enjoyed, you know, speaking to them like and, you know, chilling out with them and then yeah, one thing led to another and I mean it took me about a year before I started to actually be in a relationship with her, so it's one of those ones where
0: No, I was just gonna ask if you met like through a dating app, like if you met online Yeah, yeah,
2: if you through Tinder. Food oh. tinder wait tinder, yeah, you yeah. were
1: on tinder three years i was ago. on
2: tinder yeah yeah like but three four years ago
1: did people not like clock who you were yeah some
2: people PR. knew who i was but some people didn't like I did your
1: account not get reported for catfishing i, I yeah, said yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah several times several times yeah
2: and then i got i'd get uh removed because of it so uh yeah it was uh, it was quite an annoying time <laughs> uh, but uh i don't know I, I never understood it because i was just there like i'm still a normal person it's just just I guess more people happen to know who I am but I don't know people just thought I was fake because they're like oh why would KSI be on Tinder but I don't know maybe because I just I'm so like naive and I think that I'm still just a normal person
1: (laughs) I think that is like to be fair if I saw you on Tinder I probably wouldn't swipe is it right? I actually have never used Tinder because I've been in relationship. Yeah, more so life, yeah, sw- swipe,
2: yeah, swipe right is. Uh, yeah, I
1: wouldn't swipe right because right. I would assume it was fake. So did you just get very little, very little matches?
2: <laughs> no, no, I, I got a decent amount. Obviously, you know, they would ask me if I was real or not, and I'd have to do the whole. <laughs> At least you've always
1: thing. got an icebreaker there. Like, there's always one question that. Yeah,
2: yeah. You know what exactly. to start with. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, but I had to message her first, and she always had a thing where she would never message first. She'd always wait for someone to message her. And I was ah. just like, oh, okay, whatever. But like, yeah, I messaged her because, you know, I, I was attracted to her. and then, Yeah, know anyway, one thing led to another. We went on a few dates and then, yeah.
0: The rest is history. <laughs> <laughs>
1: where can you um, date in London that is like not, like, are there a few venues that people who, I guess, are quite well-known will always go to because people respect the price? Oh, Soho. Soho House. is that it? Soho. I guess that's um, where Prince Harry and Meghan...
2: Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, good enough for Prince yeah. Harry, it's good enough for... Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. that's a really good spot. Um, What else? Uh, I guess it's because
1: everyone thinks they're so cool that they can't, like... Everyone's noticed you're just inspired. not allowed to take pictures anyway, so... And <laughs> yeah, you're,
2: yeah, like, yeah, that you're cool. Yeah, yeah I, imagine, I imagine if, you know, like, if someone thinks they're a big deal, they'll go over to someone else who is, like, a big deal, thinking that they're a big deal, etc. And your connection's left, right, and centre, but... Uh, yeah, for me, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm just, I don't know. I like. I still walk around London. Um, obviously, I don't walk around like looking like this. <laughs> I walk around with a you know hoodie and all that. But I still want to do normal things. I just don't. It's annoying because I can't just stop. Because if I stop, then I just, <laughs> that's I guess the end of my career. And I don't know. I, I, I don't. I still have so much to do, and because of that obviously I'm just going to become more and more famous because of it. So it's one of those ones where damned if I do, damned if I don't.
0: So what's like the price of fame for you? Like what's the hardest part of being a well-known person? I know you have obviously had a lot of scrutiny just as so far as it does go with being a big online persona, but what's been the I think it's most just, difficult?
2: I think it's just whenever I'm trying to do something or, you know, I'm with my friends or family and people, you know, Chime in or you know, come through and ask for photos, etc. I think that's quite annoying, especially when I'm like eating. I'm eating with my friend or family or my my uh, girlfriend, and people just come through like, "Oh, can I have a photo?" And I'm like, "Bro, I'm I'm eating, fam. Like, yeah. what are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like, it's, kind like, of cold. it's just It's well, it's <laughs> just it's just rude. It's kind of mm. rude, like especially like, do you want me midway through eating a? <laughs> A, a, a chicken wing to put it down wipe my hands just to get up and take a photo with you like bro it's ridiculous so and it's
1: dehumanizing yeah. like i do th- like, did you see that video that went viral over the weekend of justin bieber telling fans justin bieber, of, like, yeah yeah Don't getting away from my me- house and i thought that was he and did then, that so well
2: then, yeah yeah and then the, the woman was still there like can i still have a whole? yeah she's
1: like, still asking you didn't even
2: interview. listen <laughs> listen to what he said like, yeah, so
1: for people that don't know, he like really like quite very politely and like really movingly was like, guys, this is my home. This is where I go and relax after the end of a long day of working. You can't be here. This is like really private for me. Really appreciate it if you moved. And the girl was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so can I have a selfie? It's like, "Yeah, yeah, oh, it's, like it's like so great. disrespectful. So, well,
2: then what the hell? So yeah, I think that's the only annoying thing. And you know, um, yeah, I, 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 I think even with people coming to my house or flat, yeah, you know it's been it's been really challenging, but besides that, it's great. You know, don't don't get don't get it twisted. You know, being famous definitely has its perks, and it's you know it's 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 it's, it's very pro, especially if you go like to Dubai. <laughs> they treat you like a king over there, <laughs> just because you're famous. So it's it's you know, and like it definitely allows me to get things for free. Like uh, I'm famous, and I'm a. You know, I got this Bacardi for free. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, like, there's definitely pros to everything, but there's also cons to everything. So, it's... Best gift you've ever
1: had? What's the best freebie? Best
2: gift? Ooh, uh... Oh, I don't know, you know. Uh... Oh i don't uh actually uh my hamsters your my hamsters girlfriend got me hamsters yeah oh i
0: thought you were gonna oh. say that was like a press gift i was like that yes was what, what, what what pr box what? was that in yeah I'm yeah like. <laughs> that was
2: so funny uh yeah yeah no my girlfriend got me uh two hamsters what are they called uh, neo, neo and morpheus oh from the matrix. Matrix, matrix
0: hamsters yeah. Oh, like, well, what about when people so I'm a little bit like naive on the situation I read a little bit but it was like top line stuff but I know like you said obviously your family had been in your videos you had like a falling out with your brother at some point I'm not sure what yeah. the situation is but
2: uh, well, it's with, way better now yeah cool. but so, it was just like a family issue that became public but I guess now it's been sorted so
0: yeah, so that must be a slightly strange thing, not only in terms of being famous, but being like a YouTube personality who shared so much of your personal life. Like when you have strangers on the internet commenting on yours and your brother's relationship, like is that... Yeah, I know. It's,
2: it's, 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 it must sucks. Be really hard. It sucks a lot. Like I hate it. <laughs> I hate the whole situation. And, you know, I hope, I, I pray no one ever, you know, experiences what I had to experience with that situation because yeah it's family and you know and you, you, you no one wants no one wants to see that no one wants to see you know family you know head butt heads like that so yeah especially when it's so public yeah it sucks but uh, it's it's better now so yeah
0: also maybe you could take like solace in knowing that you kind of have paved the way or shown people sort of like how to manage the very difficult thing of like YouTubing with your family and stuff
2: yeah well i mean
0: Uh, a parable or, like, a warning tale for, like, YouTubers coming mm. next.
2: Yeah, exactly. Literally, keep private things private. Mm. You know, don't put everything out. You don't have to put everything out to the public. You know, keep things close to heart. Keep things close to your chest because, you know, there's a reason why I've... My girlfriend is private and I've kept my... All the information to do with my girlfriend private. Because I've done the situation where i've had it public and it just doesn't work out there's always issues and you know let's say you have an argument it, it's probably going to become public and then it just spirals out of control and then you have fan yeah. bases just creating just creating stories or theories creating theories or scenarios yeah, yeah which are just completely untrue so it's kind of like keep that private same with the family that's stuff. wild keep actually that i get
1: overwhelmed sometimes when i feel like i've talked about my relationship to too many friends and they've all got their opinion on it so like yeah. the thought that like, even, like millions even millions of people, people yeah, chiming yeah, yeah, in i think i would have a nervous breakdown
2: yeah <laughs> it's just making me feel it is physically just sick. yeah it is a terrible situation to be in so yeah just you don't have to you don't have to put everything make everything public
0: And on the flip side then, in terms of like the positives or the successes that you've had, um, take us back to that time where like the kind of heady early days of your success where things were doing like crazy well, your numbers Mm. were going massive, you had huge partnerships, you were making big money, like what reminds you of that kind of golden era and did it feel like a golden era? Like I hope so.
2: Um, I think it was definitely near the beginning of my career when I was just, Making videos like I was getting like uh, one thousand views, two thousand views, ten thousand views, and you know at one point I got a hundred thousand views and it felt amazing. I remember when I hit a million subscribers and it was one of the best days of my life. Like yeah, like definitely near the beginning was definitely the, like, yeah was, of it was yeah it was dope. It was like it was cool. It was just you know I was in this community of people who were just making content. And enjoying themselves, and it was all new, and you know, it was just our little thing. Obviously, now you know it's mainstream, it's a worldwide thing now, but you know, I, I, st- you know, I still enjoy it. I think that's what surprised a lot of people. A lot of people have lost the joy in YouTube, they've just struggled to maintain it because they're just there. Like, I'm just sick of it. Like, I've been doing it for so long, I just don't have any more. I don't have any drive anymore. I don't have any enthusiasm. Whereas for me, the way I've done it is, you know, instead of just sticking to just YouTube, you know, I did the music, I did the boxing, and I did all these other things, entities, to to a point where I'm able to just bounce around if I get bored.
1: Focus on so different I, things. Exactly. Different if time.
2: I'm bored of YouTube, I bounce off to music. And if I'm bored of music... I like you know, don't get me wrong. Right now, I haven't made I haven't made a tune in a while because you know I'm all burnt out with music. I've been I've yeah, got a whole album. Planned. Yeah, yeah. I've, I'm literally like I'm tired when it comes to music, um, like creating music. So it's cool. I just focus on boxing on music uh, or YouTube, and then whenever I find the fire again for music and then make another album, simple as that. So I found a really like a good formula, which allows me to really um, make the most of my time and never really burn out or get bored.
0: Nice, because what, what music like reminds you of that time? You know, when you have like those kind of really strong memories, like um, where a song can just take you right back to a specific
2: time, I think, what I was think, playing um, then? I think, I mean, I'd say an album, Take Care, uh from Drake, Drake, yeah um wolf as well from tyler the creator uh that yeah that took me back
0: so to go back to what we're saying yeah how much do you look at what people are saying about you these days on social media so whether that's feedback on the music on a video
2: oh yeah no I, i always i always i always do i always i always look at every single thing or most or everything that i can see I try to look for online but I just it doesn't affect me what people say does, doesn't affect me is that
0: a learned uh, response or have you always been like it that
2: t- it took me years to I you know no, it took me years to get to this point where I don't mm. care what people say yeah you google it's,
1: yourself ever.
2: yeah I don't google myself I just uh, I go on twitter and I type my name and see what people are saying
1: because you're very sad. I watched the uh, is it the video called like roast me it's from a few years ago I mean yeah, you're yeah. very good at like I feel is it a self is it kind of like a self defense thing where you're like, you guys can't touch me because everything you guys have said, I've already said about myself and yeah, I already yeah. know it. I'll say it yeah,
2: first. and I'm and I'm happy to make fun of myself anyway. And even people make fun of something, I'm just there like, Cool. Yeah, it's jokes. I think it's hilarious. That's what my whole Reddit is. I have a Reddit where pretty much I get bullied on a daily basis. <laughs> but it's great Aww. because it's hilarious because I do a lot of stupid things. I say a lot of stupid things or yeah it's just it's I think it's just hilarious and you know I've never really taken myself seriously I've had periods when I thought you know I had to be a certain person in music to you know be taken seriously with the music but yeah and there I ended up just being myself because it just worked and it's just so much better so
0: In that uh, vein, and this is not a trick question, so you can answer it however you like, but we do often have an elephant in the room question that we ask each time. Um, I will let you lead, but like, yeah, I mean, of course, you're a young person that's grown up on the internet, so no surprises that you have found yourself in the centre of a couple of controversies here and there, and lots of them you have, I'm sure, used as great learning moments. What for you has been a really difficult experience or a controversy maybe that you've been at the center of that then you've learned
1: something great of after the elephant in the room the thing you didn't want us to bring up but we're bringing up anyway
2: um i think maybe maybe the whole um uh me being transphobic that whole uh thing i i never really understood it um i think um in the past i might have said um a word that might have been well, that was a slur, but I didn't even know it was. I thought, you know, I thought that's just how they would be, you know, that group would be called. Whereas now, you know, I've, you know, educated myself. I know, you know, transgender is the, is the word for it, but it's before I would, well, I, I'd say it's a T slur, but there was, I would use, you know, I used a slur, which I didn't think uh, was a slur. So I think, I think... I think there was an audience or a group of people that just kept saying I was transphobic because of that. And if anything, I was just uneducated. And uh, it's one of the ones where I now know and uh, a few people just don't want to let go and uh, don't want b- to accept my toots. apology. But yeah, obviously, you're always going to get a few people go, oh, you're still transphobic, blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. But it's one of the ones where uh, it's not that. I, I just didn't know. And yeah. I think Reggie I Yates like, had
0: a similar situation earlier this year as well.
2: Yeah, I a lot of times like because the world is changing so fast, so many things are changing, and uh, it's hard to adapt at times. And you know, normally I, you know, I try to stay on top of most things, but you know, a few things slip, and uh, you know, obviously a few things that were said years ago, obviously come back up. So then, yeah, you just address it and then apologize, and then make sure you know your actions speak louder louder than words, essentially, so.
1: Yeah, I saw you tweeting the other day, like, this cancel culture has got toxic. and yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's even something me and Kathleen are quite aware of doing this podcast. I mean, thank God we can edit stuff, but, I mean, generally we're okay anyway. But, like, <laughs> you are always just so worried of saying something that could be misunderstood and you can never, yeah, no apology is really enough, actually, when well, you realise
2: on the internet. I mean, there's you know, I feel like, I don't really want to, you know, walk on eggshells, you know. If if I mess up, I learn from it and I, you know, don't make the same mistake. And that's always happened with everything I've done. I've messed up and i fixed it and I've gone, okay, I won't do that again. And I don't. And that's how you learn. And uh, I feel like with cancel culture, it doesn't allow you to learn. It doesn't allow you to um, ever have a, re- a redemption if that makes yeah. sense, and they're just there like you've Can't made a mistake forgiven. once, mm-hmm. that's it. It's done. You you're done. It's over. You can never do anything ever again, and it's that's just not life. Like <clears throat> no one is perfect. It's impossible, impossible to find someone who is perfect. Impossible. So yeah, there's always everyone's always gonna have some skeletons. So let people learn yeah. we're always shocked when someone's
0: not perfect like, I think it's Alain de Botton says um, yeah that we hold everyone like you're never going to have there's no such thing as like the perfect person the perfect prime minister like yeah. anything that's like human like I think he uses an example of it's like even Obama is probably a real nightmare in the evenings or like you know like, yeah, 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 yeah. And like even, even
2: Martin Luther King you know he still managed to cheat on his wife yeah like, like I Mother mean?
0: yeah. Teresa Gandhi like all these like mm. almost like secular saints or
2: yeah we yeah. had that we like
0: idolized, like they were all human, like they've all messed up, like we've all done exactly. bad things. And yet for some exactly. reason, every time anyone does anything bad, we're all shocked. And like yeah, yeah. the court of social media is like, how dare they? Yeah, like,
2: yeah, yeah. Why
0: are you shocked that a human did something wrong once?
2: Yeah, like and shocking. I think with social media now, you know, everyone has to have an opinion over something. So I I I think Bo Burnham like said it powerfully, and inside he was just like, "I love that, can, yeah." Can everyone just shut up for once?
1: Shut the fuck <laughs> up! You know yeah. I
2: mean, Can we just not? <laughs> can have an anyone opinion? not have
1: an opinion on literally yeah, anything? Yeah,
2: exactly.
1: My um, one of my family members said to me that he thought that um, the reason why this like sense that you could never be forgiven. Redemption was no longer a thing was because there wasn't people, not many people have faith in the UK anymore. And I mean that in a religious sense, like being, having faith is no longer like probably more
0: compassionate.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're not, I mean, probably at Sunday school, like redemption, forgiveness is like,
2: it's like one-on-one is, yeah, Yeah. you're taught all the time. So it's, it's a shame that we've kind of lost that in society. But uh, I don't know. I feel like, maybe one day um, people will come to their senses and we'll stop this whole cancel culture. Is that but why don't, you don't,
1: well, have, don't, you get don't me wrong. do not don't your own Twitter? Because I saw it's like part controlled by management, right? Yeah, because, yeah, like, yeah. In case you like drunk tweet or like... Yeah, exactly,
2: exactly. <laughs> but like, you know, don't get me wrong, there, there can be times where cancel culture is amazing. You know, with... Uh, um, um, R. Kelly. Yeah, the R. Kelly situation or the uh, the... Uh, what's it what is it? Is it Weinstein? Weinstein no, I was singing the female the female one. Um no, 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 it's it's nah it just slipped my mind, it just slipped my mind. Um no nah, But I'm, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, it can
1: definitely be a force. It definitely good.
2: can be in- yeah. insane, an insane and amazing thing. But then it's just over little things, especially things that have happened 10, 15 years ago, where you go, what? Really? Like things have changed so much in 15 years like you can't have hold the same person accountable if that makes sense unless he's doing he or she's doing the same thing then yes fine but uh, yeah, I don't know exactly. I, I think I think it's obviously with certain things even if they did it 15 years ago is out of order but like if you yeah, it, it's all relative it, but yeah exactly yeah. it's all relative yeah
0: okay so i think we are coming towards the end of our time so yeah. we have a wrap up like quick fire round to end
2: on okay yeah we're gonna sure. hit you with
0: some quick questions hit first me. one is what is the song you've been singing in the shower recently
2: uh god no, oh no uh <laughs> <laughs> good for you by Olivia Rodrigo.
1: Ooh, oh, my God. oh my God, I love her That's new been album. That's stuck in
0: my head. I literally yeah, had that stuck in my head like all day so yesterday.
2: It's so annoying because she keeps cock blocking me. Yeah, to one. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. oh, it's, no, it's yeah. actually such a good song. It's so annoying. I
1: can't believe Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She. Yeah. Uh,
2: like, <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Whatever.
1: <laughs> so you're a big shower singer, okay? Uh,
2: yeah. I mean, of course, like it's it's i know i see a little performance no i don't time. i
1: never do ever sing, sing in the th- shower because my voice really? my voice is that but ba- also i don't know any of the words to anything anything literally oh, nothing fair, fair, no, so, no, so do you sing it in your head at least no i literally like no. i rehearse i rehearse like speeches and like stuff oh I you wish do I'd do that somewhere.
0: yeah you do yeah uh, yeah then. i have like very angry pep talks anyway carry on song that makes you hit the dance floor that always reminds you of a great party uh,
2: uh, I mean I, I don't even remember these days I know I've been, so been to a
0: dance run a good, good year oh, and a bit yet. Yeah. Yeah, but
2: oh, I don't know what yeah by Usher I don't know yeah. <laughs> that's a good joke that's, <laughs> that's how long Banger, it's felt <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: that's definitely uh, older than a year and a half so. <laughs> <laughs> What is the song that makes you feel like kind of sad, but maybe in a good way, maybe nostalgic, maybe makes you cry because it like reminds you of like a really like wholesome, pure time?
2: Hmm. Um, oh, I think it's one of the songs from uh um, Wolf album from Tyler Creator. Hmm. Um, it's um oh it's what it's what his bike is called um Oh I need, I, I need to find it. I have to do it uh, it's um. Do, 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 there is um, Slater. Ah. Slater, the song Slater. I think it's an absolute banger. I really. And it makes you Slater. cry. I uh, no, not cry. I'm not like boiling out my eyes. Just like a or, little, a little. If it, if it, glistening yeah, yeah. It's, your heart it's swell like, it is <laughs> yeah It's. A, I think it's a dope song Slater and even B, uh, Beamer Bimmer is another song obviously Beamer was part of like Pie is Over and Campfire but I always skipped the Beamer part and uh, the song mm-hmm. I always just like yeah this. I, I really like this song so yeah
0: what's a song that like always makes you cringe <laughs> apart from new
2: uh, <laughs> new yeah, but yeah um uh, what well, of my own
0: no it doesn't have to be I was thinking well I mean it could be one of your own but we. I was thinking more <laughs> as someone else's
2: I was going to say FWB uh, friends with benefits that always makes me cringe uh, that <laughs> is by me um,
0: are you just but, embarrassed of it now or
2: oh uh, no I just, uh, I just hate it I hate the song I hate it
1: well you're very I self-critical yeah. yeah you are really You need to be kinder to yourself yeah I'm oh, sensing wow. this from you Nah. Or maybe it's just like you say, you've been doing music for what 10 years,
0: so you've been honing that craft. That So now anything. Well, t- from t- the tell early that
2: to is... my manager. <laughs> my manager says the exact same thing. He hates it.
0: Oh, he hates it too. Oh, okay, so... fair enough.
2: No, 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 no. He hates that I'm very self critical.
0: Oh, <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, you yeah, even yeah. checked yeah. with your manager. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, is yeah. this a bad song?
2: <laughs> nah.
1: Yeah, it's no. not good. But I always say, I mean, everyone is. We're very self-critical. It just, eventually you start to believe what you're saying, so you can't do it too much.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: On that note, what is the one piece of work you would want to leave behind in this world? Maybe that isn't talked about often enough that you wish was.
2: The one piece of work?
1: You could say like a whole album, for example. So it could be
0: this album, or it could be a single song, or it could be a video that you've
2: done. I'd say, um, yeah, all over the place. I would, I'd want this to be an album that people see it as, like, a huge part of their life. Like, they listen to it and they go, oh, I remember when KSI dropped that album and it changed his life forever, et cetera, or something like that.
1: And very finally, if it all, if you decide to suck it in, or do you say sack it off? What's the way to? Sack say? it sack, off, yeah. Sack <laughs> it off. Sack <laughs> it in. I think you're you s- pack it in.
0: Sack it off. Pack
1: it in. That's something.
0: <laughs> you, yeah,
2: yeah. If you
1: packed it all in tomorrow and you're like, I have had enough of this shit. I want to do something completely different. Mm. What would you be doing?
2: What's a um, dream
1: we wouldn't expect?
2: Probably being a father. <laughs> I'd probably, yeah, I'd just oh, be a dad good. at this point. Yeah, I mean, I've made enough money. I just settle down and just chill. Yeah.
1: Go offline. Does your and just girlfriend like, knows this, she's going to hear this. Uh, millions well, of
2: children. <laughs> well, she knows eventually we're going to have kids, but I, 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 not anytime soon. Maybe in like five plus years.
0: Could you we, see yourself it, 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 coming offline ever and having like a kind of like no? Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Digital detox life. I have to. I have to, especially with whenever I become a dad. Yeah, of course, man. I don't feel like I I can be online. For that moment because you know it's a special moment with you and your kid and to just what just you won't be sharing that pic yeah, on I instagram know. okay yeah no no i'm not like i don't really care about all that stuff like i'm not there to be like Hey guys, look at my kid. Like, no, 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 I'm, just, I'm not fun.
0: So, is that not your vibe? You know how I feel like it's become such a big thing? Like, you say, to be fair, lots of people who are the biggest YouTubers have grown up with the internet, but it's quite a big thing now that, you know, you have like couples that do it together and they brought their kids into it and it's become like a sort of like mummy and daddy are YouTubing. Yeah. You, is yeah, that no, not, no, you don't no, agree with no, that? No,
2: no, 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 100%. I'm keeping it. Do you think that's like myself? making
0: money off your kids kind of thing?
2: Um... I oh, mean, a, you said some it. Some people. <laughs> <laughs> are you trying i to get that? me in trouble. They're yeah. yeah. trying to get me in trouble. No, uh, I, no I, I just, it's, it's, I don't want my kids on social media. Yeah. Not, yeah. not, not, not at an early age anyway. Obviously, when they want to be on, they can be on. But right now, yeah, I want to keep all of that private. Like, I, I want to try and make it as hard as possible for people to know that I have a kid. Eventually, people are gonna find out because. That's just life, and that's just. I guess I don't know if I'm bigger than you know. If I'm at a point where people want to take photos of me or my kid, yeah, fine. But yeah, I, I, I'm not actively going to be like here. Look, <laughs>
1: that's mad though. When you do go offline, it will feel like part of the internet and maybe part of Reddit dies. Like no, the, I'm, the, sure, the, I'm sure. I'm sure Reddit will still
2: have fun. And I'm sure, you know, I'm sure they'll still they'll be They'll still be
1: roasting you somehow Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I remember this time when he was back <laughs> Yeah Yeah
0: Alright, JJ, well, thank you so much JJ,
1: it's been a pleasure
2: No, my pleasure